Let's get started. Let's do it. Bits. Bits. Let's do it. My my I'm you know how I'm doing this raising the roof. Mm-mm, my iPad mm-mm. just asked me, are you trying to raise your hand? <laughs> like a Zoom thing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was right. gonna say, are you trying to raise the roof? <laughs> it's like judging the you. Roof. It's like uh, the roof. Um, it's 1997. Julia, uh, it's and- 2023. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock, but Jacoby. 30 minutes. What? I often forget. Start with a curveball? I forget to do this usually, but I want to say it up top. Give us a fucking call, people. Please call us at 646 138 That's S-T-E-W-138. 646-STU-138. We want to hear from you. Doesn't even need to be a question. I feel like people are calling in with questions. Not necessary. Just give us your food news. Yeah. yeah. What's your personal food news? Yeah. Let us know. I just, I just, that's what we want to talk about. Be part of the show. All right. 646-STU-138. Great job up top, Juliet. Give us a fucking call. And now, over to New Jersey, where a restaurant called Nettie's House of Spaghetti has Great banned name. children under 10 coming out of the hiatus that they're taking right now. They've been closed. And when they the reopen, closed. no children closed under for 10. Like, closed for, what is it, uh, the 20th through the 7th? So that's like a solid like two weeks. They're just closed. It's a hibernation. They're like, we need to reset without We're so tired children. of your kids. <laughs> We're so tired of dealing with your kids. <laughs> that we, not only are we going to ban them from coming to Nettie's House of Spaghetti, we need to take two weeks <laughs> off away from them to re rebrand. And they shall rebrand, but not without a lot of complaints. So Nettie Spaghetti is saying Nettie's House of Spaghetti. Good name, by the way. Good name. House of Spaghetti. House of Anything always plays. Is it is that a joke about mom spaghetti? As you know, it only came to light for me until recently, like a year ago. Remember? We talked mom about spaghetti? that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't know that was like a thing from Eminem. It, it's a thing. Gotcha. Anyway, Nettie's House of Spaghetti doesn't want your kids because it's too hard on the servers. It's basically the, the TLDRs. They're like, it's, a, it's an insurance liability. You, the kids make too much Lies. of a mess. It's just like, it actually doesn't really make sense. Like, what do you think is going on here? There's no, it, it like limits your, your, your audience, like who can come to your restaurant. So like, why would Nettie's House of Spaghetti do this? I have three kids under 10. And I'm not, I haven't 100% unpacked my position on this policy. 
because it, it it has its pros and its cons. But first of all, the insurance liability part is just bullshit. The kids running around the <laughs> restaurant while people are carrying trays. There's no, the State Farm doesn't care if you let kids in your restaurant or not, right? So that's just a lie. It's a bold lie. I didn't okay, know number that you one, were in we're the starting pocket there. of Deep State Farm. Are you a big Jake yes, from State yes, Farm guy? I, I am. Okay. I am. Me and Jake and Drake. And then, secondly, they really pin it on the messiness of the children. Yes. The kids are messy. And, and I have routinely gone to restaurants and tipped like 33% and then apologized for the mess when I left. But I feel like you can make up for the mess with a big tip. Oh, sure. So that, you know, so I don't think the mess is necessarily a problem. And how messy are these kids? <laughs> okay, so this place is in Tinton Falls, which I've looked on yep. Google Maps. It's pretty close to the Jersey Shore. So I wonder if this is like anticipating a summer rush or something. They don't want mm. kids in the summer. I don't, mm. I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, it's pretty close. It's like, I don't know. It's one, one town over from Ocean Township. I think that's by the water. I don't know. That's yes, my best I'm, guess. I'm, I it sounds like it's by the water. It'd be really weird if Ocean Township was like <laughs> outside of Philly. But I will say this. I think it's the noise and just the general atmosphere more than the mess mm. or the, the running around. I feel like this is a chef thing where the chef's like, this is not what I'm trying to cultivate here. They oh, call, I like this. They call themselves a fine dining establishment. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they just think children are not part of fine dining. So they're like, children, get out of here. We're done with you. I kind of like it. There's probably they, They're like, listen, there's other places that you can bring your kids. Just don't bring them to Nettie's house of spaghetti. <laughs> this is not one of them. Don't I like it. Actually, you know what? I'm pro this policy. Good okay. for them. Okay, Taking interesting. I mean, I I don't have that strong of an opinion as I don't have children, but people have a lot of opinions. Their this their Instagram where they announced this. There's three thousand comments on the Instagram post. They, I love the announcement that said we don't take this decision lightly. <laughs> <laughs> we don't take this lightly. Like, what do you what do you should mean? We re- should we read the whole thing? It's not very long. Yes. We love kids. We really, truly do. But lately, it's been extremely challenging to accommodate children at Nettie's. Between noise levels, lack of space for high chairs, cleaning up crazy messes, and the liability of kids running around the restaurant, we've decided that it's time to take control of the situation. This wasn't a decision that we made lightly, but some recent events have pushed us to implement this new policy. As of March 8th, the day we return from our winter break, we will no longer allow children under 10 to dine in the restaurant. We know this is going to make some of you very upset, especially those of you with very well-behaved kids, but we believe this is the right decision for our business moving forward. This is the part that sticks out to me. Due to recent events, what happened happened. at Nettie's? (laughs) Like, something went down at Nettie's. There's definitely, like, one family that, like, got home from work and they looked at each other across the dinner table like... Do you remember when we went to Nettie's two weeks ago and uh, Steve and John got in a big fight and threw, threw a meatball at each other? Like, we just ended Nettie's for all children. This one family that's just like, we, we, we single family handedly ended <laughs> Nettie's for all children under 10 years old. A lot of people want to know. A lot of people. One guy, I don't even know if this is true, but he commented that he, I, I just need to read this whole thing. This is from Gorehound to 69. So I'm not sure if we can take this to be true. <laughs> Many, many years ago, when Nettie's was still just Luigi's, it was a family hotspot. Pool table, dartboard, golden tea, Jacoby. I love golden tea. All the classics. My parents brought my sister and I there almost weekly. As I got older, Luigi's became the first restaurant I ever worked in, but I digress. This must have been in 2000 or 2001. A bunch of kids were running around Luigi's, acting like assholes, throwing popcorn around, crayons, etc. My folks and I were enjoying some pizza in those old, chunky booths. Is that offensive? Chunky? I don't, I don't know that word. Chunky booths? I, I, I don't know. I turned to my left and saw a kid by the pool table. 
This little fucker was taking a shit right in the middle of the dining room. <laughs> Gorehound69, please let us know if that's true. <laughs> Luigi sounds raucous. Apparently, um, uh, also, like, you know how you can, like, pin a comment so it's, like, high up? Mm-hmm. Apparently, Nettie's House of Spaghetti, like, pinned that one. Pinned that one. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're like, these, are, these aren't recent events, but these are events, and they happen in this premises. And yes. your kids. So on the Yelp, first of all, Yelp tells you, they're like, there's been some weird activity on this page. So, like, we're no longer <laughs> allowing people to post here. There was one person that says, I, I don't know why they carded my nine-year-old. Mm. And I was like, that's interesting, because I don't know, because nine-year-olds don't that's have weird. identification on them. Yeah. So how do you card a nine-year-old? <laughs> Like if I my I have a giant nine year old son he's huge right okay. if I bring him to Nettie's and and I say he's ten how do, do I have to bring him a birth certificate yeah like passport what if they don't have a yeah, passport what, what, what do I have to bring to <laughs> to have Quincy in this place what uh, happened at Nettie's something what happened? happened Nettie's call us call us at six four six stew one thirty eight and let us know yes. If you've ever been to Nettie's or have any Nettie experience, we need to food news follow up this because I'm I'm in on this establishment in this story. I just want to add one more thing about Nettie's. I now understand why they took a winter break. It's a summer establishment. It's like how places like by the beach close because there's no one around for two months. So now I get it. Fine. Okay. But still, 15 days off <laughs> so you can refresh and then I think ban it's children. More. It's totally you know, they, Mar- they have five Mar- different types of Negronis at Nettie's. Five. What's in a Negroni? Ooh, good question. I'm going to say gin. Okay. And some red stuff. Okay. Yeah. And the elderflower stuff. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'm going to uh, look it up right, Mike. right now. Okay. Wow. Right. There are a lot uh, of gin, kinds. Campari, vermouth, and an orange peel. There you go. Okay. Uh, you weren't that correct, Jacoby, but good job. Um, really am. Thanks for taking a shot. All right. No pun intended. Let's move on. Next story. This is a business story. Subway is looking to sell itself, which means one hmm. person, one well, really one company, could buy the entire brand that is that is Subway and all the fran- and all the res- the funds that come in from the very fran- various franchises. Apparently, the Wall Street Journal has valued Subway at more than ten billion. This is based oh. against Dunkin' having been sold in October 2020 for eleven point three billion. My question to you, Jacoby: Which franchise do you think is more valuable? Ooh. Like, just based wow. on your own, not like dollar amounts, but like, are you surprised by this? Like, would you have guessed Duncan? I would guess 11, that Subway, Subway has a higher valuation than Dunkin' Donuts. I completely based agree. Based on the amount of money that people spend when they go there. Like, I go to Dunkin' Donuts, I spend like four bucks. Right. But Subway, you're spending like eight, nine bucks. And they're kind of everywhere. Dunkin' Donuts, I feel, is is expanding, but regional. Well, And Subway is, is international. Subway is literally everywhere. It became the most like, common or most populated fast food place in the country. Um, they've definitely fallen on some hard times with, like, the tuna story and other the shit. The tuna, tuna thing was tough. <laughs> other shit tough. like that. But also, I guess I don't know as much about how the franchising of Dunkin' Donuts works, but I wonder, like, how... One of the problem, one of the things about Subway is they do have a really strong brand, but then I wonder if that means that they get more money per location. Like I would love to just know more about this business, but my just my gut reaction was like, yeah, I thought Subway would be worth way more than Dunkin'. So I was very so surprised. Did, so did I. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought too. And also when you watch the Super Bowl and you watch their new commercials, they use Steph Curry's voice, but you don't see Steph Curry. And I'm thinking to myself, what's the point of that? Like Charles Barkley voices the ad, but you don't see him. I'm like, how many millions of dollars are you paying this man? You want to show his face? Well, I wonder if this is a savings. They're like, we can only get Steph 
for one day for this amount of money, but he can also record some other stuff. I guess. <laughs> or something. Or maybe they took the Steph audio that they had and they fed it through like an AI machine. And like, you know how you only need like five seconds of someone's voice yes. to like deep ha- fake, deep fake Steph Curry. Yeah. I like it. Audio deep fake Steph Curry. I don't know. They uh, they Just also announced in this in this article, which is basically a for sale sign out, out in the front lawn of, of every subway, they said that they're bringing in meat slicers to Subway. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's interesting. I never thought of the fact that they have pre-sliced meats. Uh, I hadn't really either. Like, that's pretty gross. It adds to another level of grossness. Yes. And I'm huh. also now concerned about these teenagers, like these stoned Subway sandwich artists just slicing their hands <laughs> off because meat, meat slicers are pretty, they're pretty gnarly. Totally. Like, that'd be a great weapon in like a really gory Quentin Tarantino scene or something. I'm sure it's been done. Like a finger. So a do, you wanna, do you want to, do you want to pony up and buy Subway? I don't, but I've always wanted to own a fast food franchise. I think it seems pretty really? cool. Or be invested huh. in one. I don't want to, I, I don't huh. think I could own it myself, but I think it seems pretty great. Huh. It just seems oh, like no steady. Way. Hard, but no. steady. No, I don't want to make bad food. I'd much rather have like a crepe shop on a beach. How you about a 7-Eleven? No. No mm-hmm. way. What about no Taco way. Bell? The 7-Eleven has that 7-Eleven smell from those like rolling so, meats. So does Subway. <laughs> I hate the 7-Eleven smell so much. It, like, I, it discourages me from going to 7-Eleven. What about something like that you genuinely like, such as Taco Bell? Like that would be my top choice. Oh, no. I would do like a soup place that has like multiple soups. But I'm talking about a nationally recognized brand where you could be a part. Like this is a, this is a realistic goal. This isn't like I'm starting a soup place. It's like I'm buying that's into real. a franchise. So that's what you're saying. It's unrealistic. You're killing my dreams. Yeah. You're just dream crushing. Well, you're saying I'm never going to have a soup place. You know what? That's the kind of motivation I need. I don't know. That's soup the kind of motivation. Is... I'm going to call it Juliet's Soup Palace. I don't like soup. Don't, I don't want to be involved. Well, you are now. <laughs> Does soup plantation have franchises? That's probably your best bet. Maybe. I love soup plantation. God. All right. We got a heist. Let's move on. All these heists, they, don't, they mostly don't happen in America, which I'm happy about. I feel like that speaks well of this country, and there aren't many things we, we have to our ha- candy. hang our hat we on. Well-protected candy. <laughs> yeah. A man in the UK stole 200,000 Cad- Cadbury cream eggs worth over $37,000. Um, Hold on a second there. Yeah. Isn't that a red flag right there? What a piece 200,000 Cadbury eggs worth $37,000. I'm like, wait a second, what? Like it's like it was, that, that's not the street value of Cadbury eggs. Cadbury eggs are like a dollar fifty a pop. Like who? <laughs> what, like is that is that really how? What, how is the valuation here? That was my first red flag. It doesn't make sense. So I guess Cadburys are what like you know twenty cents a piece. The markup value? is high. That's, that's that's what I'm saying. What's the street value of this though? That's like a half a million dollars. Sure. Yeah. That's okay. I agree with that. Or a quarter. If I was the guy who stole them, I'd be like, first of all, it's not called fuck as thirty-seven dollars yeah, worth I'd be of like, goods. Fuck like, you. I, get the financials right when you yeah, report exactly. about my heist. I was not going to sell these for thirty-seven thousand. <laughs> I was going to sell them for two hundred thousand. Um, I like this At heist. Juliet Seven Eleven more than others because he put a lot of work into it. He really thought about mm-hmm. it. He broke into where the Cadbury eggs were. He also mm-hmm. had a break in to get a trailer to cart them off. He had. The article spec- in the Guardian specifies that he had like, um, like a I have to say meat, like a metal chopper type of thing. Um, um, they called it a metal grinder, and I was like, "What is that? A metal what is grinder? A metal grinder? Isn't that like for weed? Like, what? So I was like, what I know, is like where do you yeah. buy a metal grinder? <laughs> you know, I was like, what? I was thinking those giant clips, like when you like forget the combination to your master lock, someone has to come yeah. and, and take it off. But I just like that he really did put in work, and his, na- his name is Joby Pool. Um, just thanks for like committing yourself to your craft. That's just kind of what, what 
I need to express to him, essentially. I, listen, I, I felt similarly. He had fake plates. He had a trailer. Yeah. He had a plan. He connected his stolen trailer to the stolen, whatever that thing's called, shipping box thing, and then drove <laughs> away. And what they don't mention is how he got caught. They just make it sound like the police just found him. Yeah, I know. Well, they did, they did say that they just found him on like the highway at Junction 11. That's what it said in The Guardian. So they just found him? He was just driving around? With I these... think that they, I think that much like we're like, it can't be that hard to find a missing truck. I think yes. it wasn't that hard to miss, find a missing truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, <laughs> They're like, like guess, well, guess what? Going over the radio, be like, if you see a trailer that says Cadbury eggs on the side, yeah. pull it over. Make sure that Joby Reed, Joby Poole is not driving also, it. Also, it wasn't in London, so it's like some less population. It was in the Midlands. Yes. And I do think they probably was like some kind of notif- notice out for like a an eight-wheeler truck has been stolen, like, you know, and you stop them or whatever. This That's the kind of thing that would have happened on like prison break. So that's what I'm basing this off of. It's also the judge had some very interesting things to say. They're like, well, this is obviously highly organized. Yeah. You don't just know that there's a, 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 a sort of a, a hall like this available to you, which means it might be an inside job that Joby might not be working alone. Also, the judge seemed to sort of compliment Joby. Yeah, now, the here's judge my is question. like us. The judge is like, I've seen yes. a lot of shitty heists. This yeah. is not one of them. Yeah. yeah, this is a good good job, Joby. Maybe some spray paint next time. <laughs> Maybe still, some spray paint and something a little bit pricier. Yes, exactly. And... <laughs> Also, at the very end, it's like Jovi Poole could face up to two years. Seems like a pretty light sentence for for a crime of this level, but whatever. Sure. And um, he's done this before. He's previously been arrested for stealing stuff. (laughs) For theft. That's why this was well thought out. It's not his first rodeo. Not his first heist. Do you think Jovi Poole could be involved in the Ontario serial stealing of candy? No, I do not. Do you think Jovi worked alone? No. Mm, That's a good question. Yeah, I think maybe, actually. And not, neither case has there been, like, an accomplice or a partner. Mm. Who do you think Joby was—what was his plan for these Cadbury eggs? <laughs> I don't know. Eat them? I, I what do you do? If you do. steal a truck full of Cadbury eggs, like, what? all right, step one, like, steal the truck. What is step two, Joby? What, what is step two? Where do you go with these goods? I don't know. Like, I wonder if there's, like, some country where, like, these are banned. So, that's like, it's, you know, has a lot more value. Contraband. I guess, but like, who's in the market for 270,000 Cadbury eggs? Like, I know Easter's coming up, but who's like, you know what? I don't want 200,000 Cadbury eggs. I want 270,000 Maybe there's Cadbury like a eggs. network of bodegas that buys like black market candy and he was servicing them. Maybe. Probably that's my, not. That's my best guess. I don't know, but I hope we get to find out from Joby. You know what? The more that we really break this down, the less impressed I am with Joby. <laughs> he got caught, and I don't think he had a plan. I think the judge just did good PR for him, being like, this was yes. premeditated. Yes. <laughs> Highly organized. Really? Was it? He got caught. Let's move on. More candy news. Remember last year when two people fell in the tank at the M&M factory? Of course. Well, you're never going to believe it. It was the M&M factory's fault, and they've been yes. fined. But everyone's okay, so we can we can joke about this and not feel bad about it. Yeah, one person was helicoptered to the hospital, which I thought that was sounded really dramatic. A medevac, some guy yeah. covered in chocolate, like and brought to a helicopter, but he's fine. Here's the part about this story that really stuck out to me. Okay, fifteen thousand dollar fine. It's pretty low for the Mars. Pretty company. low. That's really low. That's yeah. like a, that's like like getting a technical in an NBA game. You know what I mean? Like fifteen thousand dollars yeah. to M and M's. Like seriously, <laughs> that, that you think that you got, that's a slap on the wrist? That's the punishment for nearly drowning two workers in chocolate. Fifteen grand. If you were going to drown, going out in a vat of chocolate sounds like a good way. Uh, I disagree. Okay. 
I disagree. For, <laughs> there's no real good way, but I just feel like just the just just like the embarrassment. Like one thing, I go, like I go swimming in Cape Cod, just like you do, and they say they have these signs there where they're like great white sharks. shark sightings. Like be careful. I'm like, listen, if the I'm gonna go are. getting eaten by a shark, like that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Or if I just get bit and I survive and I got a cool shark scar, kind of awesome. But being drowning in chocolate and knowing that you're the guy that dies in chocolate, it's just like embarrassing. But you were on the job, you know. It wasn't like you just decided to go for a swim in the chocolate pond. How do two people fall in? Like, I get one person. Do you think the second person was trying to help the first person get out and then got in themselves? Or did they both simultaneously, like, fall in? Did one person fall in and try to grab the other person that brought them in? I wonder if something fell into the vat and they were trying to get it out. Maybe. They were cleaning. Right. Which makes me, th- I don't even know how you clean a vat of chocolate. I know. You have to take the chocolate out, <laughs> right? It's so confusing. I don't well, know. F- 15 I, grand. I mean, that's all, that's all it costs for people almost dying. All right. Let's move on. This is a TikTok trend that comes to us via where we get all of our TikTok trend information in the New York Post. Thank you, New York Post. Um, People on TikTok are commenting on the price of food, which, as discussed here many times, is very high. And as a result, people are saying it's cheaper to get takeout. And I agree. If you're cooking for one, it's often cheaper to get takeout. However, takeout, not delivery. I just want to be really clear. Oh, good point. Good point. You have to pick it up. Or you have to go to the place. If you deliver, it is such a fucking fortune. It's like you're giving there's away. There's a minimum, first of all. And then there's the fees. And then there's the tip. And it's like. You can't order in for under $30 in New York. No. It's hard. Like, you honestly, it's very challenging. Very, very challenging. Yeah. I didn't consider that part. That the takeout versus the delivery. And. Yeah. I think this is kind of common sense, though. I do, too. I think people, like, already knew this. Ten and it was true minutes. before, like, before prices went up. Yes. Because, like, yeah, if you have to buy spices and shit, like, that's expensive. But it's also, like, a capital investment. Like, you don't buy cinnamon and only use it one time. You don't buy oregano. That's kind of the part where I was like, like, oh, I I bought all the ingredients and it cost $35. Like, yeah, but you didn't use all of it. So you still got some left. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, also, just get better cookbooks. I just want to once again shout out my favorite cookbook, I Dream of Dinner So You Don't Have To by Ali Slagle. It's very focused on using your pantry items that are cheap to begin with and then... You can just, like, make it for yourself, and I don't know. There's a way around this. I just want to say you don't have to be having Chipotle for dinner. No. And that, and it, there's could. a woman who's quoted in this article that said, oh, Chipotle is two meals for me. I'm like, that's gross. <laughs> like, you're eating Chipotle <laughs> for dinner and then, like, saving it for tomorrow at lunch? No, you're not. That's a, a really lie. Weird She's just take. lying. Do you want to hear it? No. All right. We can move on. No, I want to hear it. <laughs> I don't like to reheat rice. Don't like to reheat rice. Oh, I'll reheat some fried rice. Yeah, I don't I'll do know. That. There's something about specifically the chipotle rice that I find gross. I guess because I always get like a salad or a bowl, so it's like all like mixed up together, mixed in, and like yeah, gross. Yeah, Chinese food. I, I agree. love like rice and peas. Rice and peas. My wife's rice and peas last for like four days. Hmm, that sounds good. I don't know. I don't like to reheat mushy foods. I guess my point. Hmm. But that's my own cross to bear. All right, shall we move on? Yes. Okay. Next we have Peeps. Oh. We talked about Peeps last week. Peep's favorite Ira, pup. Ira Born. Ira Born. R.I.P. <laughs> Peep's favorite, Peep's flavored Pepsi is back. This is not something I want to taste, which means like- Have you ever heard of that before, it. though? They're like, Peep's flavored Pepsi is back. It was such a huge hit last I've never year. Heard like, was it? Before. I've never ne- I have a, f- a podcast about food called Food News. I've never heard of Peep's and Pepsi. Never. It sounds so disgusting. Apparently, it began in 2021. I, I, I guess like, it was just like a COVID stunt or something. I, I don't know. But it sounds so, so gross. I guess, like, we have to try it because I'm taking such a hard stance, but I really don't want to. 
<laughs> you're in charge. Don't worry about it. You don't have to. You don't have to try Peeps Pepsi. Thank you don't so much. I'm glad we don't have to. It just sounds really gross. I, I'm not it's interested. Great transition to our taste test. Should so. we get into it? Yes. Taste test time. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today, we are doing two kinds of Dr. Pepper. Yep. Um, they're regular, which we're going to see if it tastes like a pepper, and <laughs> the strawberries and cream. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm, I'm noticing the social account for this podcast. It's really just, just kind of like a look at how dumb this guy Jacoby is, you know, which is fine. I'm totally, I'm totally comfortable with that. You know, that's part, of the, that's part of the therapy that we do here on Food News. You know who you sound like right now? A real no. housewife. You know how the housewives are like... It was taken out of context. They're like, like all they're always defending themselves. <laughs> I thought Dr. Pepper. It's got the word pepper in it, so I thought it tasted like bell peppers. Sorry. Okay. Apparently, it's prune. It's medicinal prune soda is what it really is. <laughs> and who in the world was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I like prunes. I like soda. Let me make a soda that tastes like prune. Like that's a worse plan than a soda that tastes like pepper. To be honest with you, I'm opening up the strawberries and cream one, and the scent is strong. The scent is strong, very, very oh strong. Oh my god, it it's really it tastes it smells this is, like. I had medicine. high high hopes for this because I do love like an orange Julius, or you know what I mean, like a cream, like actual cream soda. I like strawberries and cream. I like orange and cream. I like the the, the milk and Pepsi. All of that. I had high hopes for this, but the scent right now is. Bringing those hopes down. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a sip with my eyes closed to see what I get because then we're gonna taste regular pepper and do the same. Mm. I'm taking my first sip. What does it taste like to you? Not bad. It tastes like strawberry Dr. Pepper. It's pretty good. I like this. I know the the smell really threw me off. Let me figure this out. Wow, the taste is much better than the smell. What does it taste mm-hmm. like though? It doesn't. It just tastes like a good soda. It's it, the <clears throat> strawberry notes are much more subtle than I expected when I opened up the can. I, I, and I think that they know that. And that's why the scent is so strong. They're worried that people wouldn't be able to differentiate it between that and something else 
or identify. Oh, it's with, definitely that with strawberry. It, but I thought it would, I would thought it would be like it's it's a like a Fanta, like a strawberry soda, like a true strawberry soda tastes very different than this. I like this the is cr- much more subtle strawberry. I like the cream aftertaste. Like I like how there's like yes. a milkiness to it. This is good. It makes this is me good. really. If you have an opportunity to try Dr Pepper strawberries and cream, you should. I'm. It makes me crave vanilla ice cream. Like that's what I'm. I'm looking for now. Huh. That's what huh. I, that's what I'd really like. Okay, I'm not sure I've ever had Dr Pepper before. What? I can't. I I can't think of a single time. So I'm about to. <laughs> You've it. never had Dr I don't, Pepper. Before? I don't think so. I just don't think so. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. I like Dr Pepper. I know. Dr you Pepper think is low like key like a good mixer. Like with what? Like whiskey. Mm. Yeah, vodka. Like right. what? Well, I have no idea what it's going to taste like. Like legitimately none. This is this is wild. <laughs> like an alien. <laughs> Try it. I was. I just want to watch you taste this. Juliet's first sip of Dr. Smelling Pepper of weird. her life. It smells weird. It is weird. It makes no sense. That's supposed to be prune soda that you just had, by the way. Huh, it's pretty good. It's good, right? But you like I can't describe the taste outside of a bell pepper. It tastes like medicine to me. Both of these taste like medicine. Hmm. But I guess that's kind of what prune soda is, right? Like, I assume it's medicinal. No one's just drinking prune soda. So now that I know that it's a cola, I can taste a little bit more of like that cola vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a spicy cola that kind of tastes like bell peppers. Can you see any relation to bell peppers whatsoever? <laughs> no, <that> literally taste? <laughs> none. None at all. None. None at all. None. Let me take one more sip with my eyes closed. Okay. And maybe maybe I'll be able to get it. I, I like this, see. though, you'll but it, it, I still am craving vanilla ice cream. Well, how have you gotten me? this far with ever with never trying Dr. Pepper? You've never been curious. It has like a kick that perhaps you associate with peppers, but it doesn't. Yeah. Just... And the word pepper's right there. I don't know. I don't know anyone who drinks Dr. Pepper regularly. Strawberries and cream Dr. Pepper was really good. Yeah, I liked that. that was I tasty. support this. That was I'll tasty. try the, I'll, I would I would legit go and, and drink the zero version of this. Yeah. I, I it makes me think of a of a float, which I really like. So cool. I love floats. Me too. Big time. Cool <laughs> people Excuse people me. always people oh whoa. <laughs> you just went <laughs> towards the microphone. So I burped like 30 seconds ago and I went away from the microphone, closed my mouth, and tried to make the burp sound as subtle as possible. You Right into the microphone. Well, this leads into my personal food news. I'm in Los Angeles, and I wanted you to be understanding my experience, so I burped into the mic so that you could experience the burp with me. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm in Los Angeles, and I'm here for work. I have been here for, like, five days of the 15 meals one would have in that time. I think I've had 12 at my hotel. Wow. Wow. I know. <laughs> and I think You're I really feel, getting out there and exploring I think Los Angeles. I, I lived here for eight years. I, I'm good. One of my friends is like, Do you want to go to dinner? You can pick the place. And I was like, I don't I was just thinking, like, I literally would not even know where to begin at this point. Like, I know I don't want to pick and whatever. Um, I think I'm proud of this fact is where I'm landing. I, I also okay. feel like it's like something I had to disclose, like, and just in full disclosure, I've had almost all of my meals at my hotel for the last five days, but also I've had all of my meals at my hotel for the last five days. <laughs> yeah. Celebrate it. <laughs> yeah. You seem very like happy with yourself. I think I am. I'm just, I have a Two lot of emotions minutes. as it relates to Los Angeles. And so I'm processing them in real time and I'm trying to figure out if I'm proud or embarrassed that I've opted to not experience anything other than my office and my hotel. You know what? Do whatever makes you happy, Julia. Thanks, man. Thank you. Um, my personal food news, <laughs> a bit controversial. Um, I've never made guacamole before. What? By myself. 
Never done it in my life. Wow. So how, I got what did you looked up what a your... recipe. Okay. Got some guacamole, right? Cooked it up and hooked it up. Everyone has got a different, all the ingredients. different approach. What was in yours? It was bad. The guac was bad. The guac was really bad. You probably didn't use enough why. lime or salt. Uh, not enough salt, but I used tomatoes. And then I told, oh. I gave some to my wife. My wife was like, this is kind of gross. And I was like, yeah, he's got too much tomatoes. She was like, oh, you you put tomatoes in it? Yeah. I don't Question for either. you. Do tomatoes belong in guacamole? Only if you feel like you really know what you're doing. But my, I'm not, I just do. I think no. For the home cook, no. It's just a avocado, onion, maybe some cilantro. Tons of lime, tons of salt, and then eat. Jalapeno pepper. You don't do spice, but I do jalapeno pepper yes. as well. It's but a, it's I a made the mistake food, of following the, ing- following the recipe and the ingredients. My wife is just like laughing at me like, oh, you put tomatoes in guac? Like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. It's just it's what the internet said to do. So I did it. But it really tasted very bland and watery and bad. Yeah, the water. So I guess my question for you, 646-138, is do tomatoes belong in guacamole? I learned this week they do not. No. Tell you not for the home cook. 30 seconds. All right. Let's hear from one of these listeners that we want to be calling us. Hi, my name is Katie from Washington, D.C. Love the show. Favorite thing to listen to on a Friday morning. Anyway, my brother-in-law recently asked me a question that I'd love to hear your responses to. Uh, what is your opposite last meal, i.e. a starter, main, and dessert that you'd be very unhappy to be served? Thanks, uh, and I look forward to hearing your worst meal. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for calling. My worst meal. Wow. Okay. This is the opposite of what you want. So there's obvious like gross things. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't want sweet bread, right? Like that's sure. just kind of gross, like, you know, cow brains. But like something <clears throat> that I'd just be like disappointed with generally. Huh. Um, I would like a roast, a roast chicken. I'd be like, this is a shitty way to go out. Yeah. I was thinking, do you know what I was thinking? <clears throat> I was thinking like an unseasoned boiled chicken yeah. breast. You know what I mean? Just unseasoned. Sometimes I eat chicken. I'm like, this tastes like chicken, and that's the problem. Like, no one, yeah. is, no one has, has added to this. Like, chicken tasting like chicken is bad, but when you season it and cook it well and put sauces on it, it's good. So for me, it would just be kind of like a wet, boiled, like like uh, like a like a, a drumstick of chicken that has lots of like veins and stuff in it and even like, like ligaments. A, even like a decent rotisserie chicken, I'd be like, this is a really shitty way to go out. This is my yeah, last just dinner. Like depressing. I'm yeah. like, this is like not worth it. This is this is worth staying alive for, so I can have a different meal. Have another another meal <laughs> that tastes like something. Exactly. I agree, Juliet. I'm glad we landed on this one. I didn't think we'd be unanimous on this, but like a bland, wet, gross, ligamenty chicken. That 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 would be. I don't. You're describing a, like a like a poorly made chicken. I'm just saying like a mediocre chicken would be bad too. It depends, because you if you have no for me it's like just chicken that tastes like chicken, because if you give me a mediocre chicken. And I've got some spices. I can make something happen. But it's your last meal. Like, should you have to make something happen? No. Yeah. It's a great question, Katie from D.C. Thanks, Katie from D.C. And, Katie, Katie, and also shout out to Katie's brother-in-law. Yeah. Coming up with that one. Well, I love the way your family relates to each other. Sounds like a great time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks to our producer, Mike Wargon. Thanks to you all. We'll be back next week. Actually, Give no, we call. won't. Next week, we're Give off. Give us a call. Oh, oh, like, like Nettie's House of Spaghetti. We're going on a winter break. Yeah, winter break. Week. We'll be back in two weeks. 